is wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Welcome everyone to the Mystic FM radio show. This is brought to you by the Ethereus Society's New Zealand branch, which is based in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. My name's Julian Rosser, I'm the host, and this week we're continuing our series on a fantastic book called The Twelve Blessings. This week we're looking at the eighth blessing, which is Blessed is the Mighty Son. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Ethereus Society, a worldwide spiritual organization with centers in Europe, North America, Africa, and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Ethereus Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teachings given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. So what are the Twelve Blessings? Well, the Twelve Blessings are a series of blessings to spiritual workers and great cosmic beings incorporating profound wisdom as well as some very beautiful prayers. They were given in London, England on 12 consecutive Sundays from July 27th to October 12th, 1958 by a great cosmic master from another planet Jesus. The Twelve Blessings offer us a deeper and more enhanced understanding of the incredible cosmos in which we live. They show us that the whole universe is alive. But as well as this, they also form a spiritual practice through which we can send out spiritual power to help our world. And the prayers which form this practice are easy to perform and can be done in a short period of time. The Twelve Blessings are a way for us to express our gratitude to those upon whom we depend for our very existence, such as the Mother Earth herself, a great and mighty goddess upon whom we are so very fortunate to live. And they are also a way that we can heal our world by raising the consciousness of humanity as a whole. As such, they are an excellent way of improving world karma, and in turn, our own individual karma. The Twelve Blessings are performed in the same way as is any prayer, by raising the hands with the palms facing outwards, and visualizing the flow of spiritual energy as a brilliant white light, which flows out from the palms of the hands, and also from the heart. Each blessing 
was given as a cosmic transmission from the Master Jesus. And a cosmic transmission is a message given by a cosmic being, which is channeled through Dr. George King, the founder of the Aetherius Society, who was a very advanced master of yoga. On each occasion of the Twelve Blessings, Dr. King entered a positive somatic yogic trance, which is brought about by raising the power of Kundalini to a high chakra. This would allow the Master Jesus to speak through Dr. King to deliver this wonderful series of simple yet very eloquent and modern spiritual teachings to the world. So the Twelve Blessings are as follows. Firstly, blessed are they who work for peace. Blessed are the wise ones. Blessed are they who love. Blessed are the planetary ones. Blessed are the thanksgivers. Blessed are they who heal. Blessed is the Mother Earth. Blessed is the Mighty Son. Blessed are the Supreme Lords of Karma. Blessed is the Great Being known as the Galaxy. Blessed are the Supreme Lords of Creation. Blessed is the Absolute. And in addition to these twelve, there is also a final blessing known as the Last Blessing which is a blessing to the Master Jesus, which was given by Dr. King himself in 1959. And at the end of most of these blessings is a prayer. Now the 12 blessings are available as a book, but also as a multi-CD album, which means you can actually hear for yourself the words of the Master Jesus himself. This is the same Jesus who visited earth 2,000 years ago. And there are also three other masters who speak through Dr. King that you can hear on those albums. There's also a series of lectures by Dr. King explaining each blessing in more depth, which is available also as a multi-CD album. And at our weekly divine services, one of the blessings is played and then the congregation joins together in the prayer at the end. And we also hold weekly 12 blessings services and power circles where we say the blessings and prayers together as a group. And anyone, regardless of their spiritual beliefs or background, can use these blessings to send out spiritual power to the world to help heal it. This week we look at the eighth blessing, which is blessed is the mighty son. And I'd like to begin with a quote from Dr. King. If ever life on earth was dependent upon any one thing, then it is completely and absolutely dependent upon the sun for its every expression. If you forget everything else in the world, it will pay you always to remember this. So, we know this in a scientific sense. The sun is central 
to life on Earth. Sunlight drives photosynthesis, which is the process by which plants take in carbon dioxide and release oxygen. The sun heats our planet. And of course, we are orbiting around it. So life on Earth would not be possible without the sun. Yet we still take it for granted. The sun rises in the east each day and sets in the west day in, day out. It's so reliably consistent that we barely even notice it. But it is much more than most people think. In fact, it is a highly evolved being. Yes, it is a being. The sun is alive. Just as our planet and the other planets in our solar system are also alive. Now in the book, The Nine Freedoms, Dr. King said, the sun is the most holy being in the solar system. It is the being upon which we all depend absolutely and completely for our very existence, our very life, our very water, our very food, the very air we breathe, and the very universal life forces which charge that air with life so that we might express and evolve. Now, to begin, let's listen to the words of the Master Jesus who gave this blessing. This is the same Jesus who spoke, who came to earth 2,000 years ago. So we'll listen to him reading the heading of the blessing. He's only saying a few short words, simply the heading of the blessing, which is blessed is the mighty son. But even in these few words, you can still get a sense of the power that they contain. So if you are able, sit down, just stop what you're doing for a moment, close your eyes so that you're able to take in these words and really get the most out of it. Blessed is the mighty sun. So yes, indeed, the sun is a mighty being. Now, following on from the heading, the Master Jesus delivers a beautiful blessing to the sun, in which he also gives a great teaching about exactly how fantastic a being this is. And even though the blessing is relatively short, it is, like all of the blessings, deeply profound, so much so that study of this book will give you plenty to contemplate for a very long time to come. I'd now like to play an extract from a previous podcast series. And the speaker here is Brian Kniep, who is the Executive Secretary of the Ethereum Society's American Headquarters. Uh, I'd like to read the next paragraph in his wonderful blessing, and that is as follows. Blessed is this one, for it shineth always in complete sacrifice upon the behalf of ye and me and all of us who dwell within its house. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that on the astronomy side of things, where it says that it, meaning the sun, shineth always in complete sacrifice. And if we look at the astronomical side of what the sun does, is it, it takes its body, which is 
it started its life filled almost entirely with hydrogen, which is the simplest element, and it spends its whole life, or most all of its, 99% of its life, combining the hydrogen into helium, or fusing the hydrogen into helium, creating energy for every being, every planet, every um, life stream in the solar system to, to live. And so here is the ultimate expression of sacrifice, because it, it's, it's using up its own body virtually to give life and energy and experience to all the beings within the solar system. And it's, it's something that I think it's, it's worth thinking about. Another way of lo- thinking about the, the sun is, is when we, I think, normally think of the sun and the solar system, we see up in the sky the sun and then you see the moon. And in our sky, the sun and the moon are nearly identical-sized disks. That's why when you have an eclipse, it completely blocks out all the sunlight. And so from our eyes, we see the sun being the same size as the moon and all the other planets being, you know, fairly small but still significant. But if you, if you look at the solar system as a mass, a certain amount of mass, the sun itself takes up 99.8% of all the mass in the entire solar system. And that's way out beyond Pluto. So all the planets, all the people on the planets, etc., all the asteroids, all the comets, if you combine all of the, that mass together, it's approximately two-tenths of a percent of the mass of the entire solar system. And so in reality, the sun is the solar system. Everything, all the planets are our footnotes in the solar system. And to look at it another way, if you took a liter of water, 1,000 milliliters, a liter of water, then two milliliters, or about 40 drops of that liter, is the rest of the solar system. So it's just it's another way of looking at, uh, at the sun really is the, the, the entity in our solar system. Some very interesting thoughts there. But we can take this even further because, in fact, the other planets in the solar system are essentially aspects of the sun itself. In the book The Nine Freedoms, Dr. King says, your body is solidified sunlight. Everything you see, smell, hear, taste or touch on this earth is solidified sunlight. Even the great universal life forces or pranas around which all of creation revolves throughout the planetary system are sunlight on one energy plane or another. And a moment's reflection on this will give you the realization that this is indeed one of the greatest truths of metaphysics. So some quite interesting insights there into the true nature of the sun and how we relate to it. Now, prana comes from the sun. It's sometimes referred to as ki or universal life forces, and there are other names out there as well. There are five major and five minor pranas which are radiated by the sun for 24 hours of every day. And the ancient yogis could even hear this 
and it's virtually the sound of creation. All matter is made up of prana. Prana is essential to our lives in that we are both made up of it and we live off it. We need to take prana into our bodies. We do this as we breathe, drink and eat. We can consciously bring more prana into our bodies through exercises like pranayama, otherwise known as yoga breathing. And the Ethereum Society teaches workshops on this from time to time. And there are some very good yoga breathing exercises given by Dr. King, who was a master of yoga, in the fantastic book called Realize Your Inner Potential, which was written by Dr. King and Richard Lawrence. And the exercises in that book are very easy to learn. And regular practice of them can bring tremendous benefits, as I've certainly found myself from my own experience practicing them for many years. So let's listen to an extract now from an address given by Dr. King in which he elaborates on this point further. Now, in this extract, he refers to Aetherius. And Aetherius is a cosmic master who has spoken to Earth through the mediumship of Dr. King, and after whom the Aetherius Society takes its name. And he also mentions the Logos of Earth. And Logos is a reference to the life force of a planet. So just pointing out those things before we begin. So let's now listen to this extract from Dr. King. Uh, it's about three minutes long. Blessed is the mighty sun. Blessed is a solar logos, for upon this you and I depend for that vital energy which doth take us through valuable experience. Where else do we get our energy from in this solar system? It doesn't come from some vague place, it comes from some definite place. Energy is not something vague, it's something quite definite and something which does exist, which can be seen, which can be felt, which can be used in order to give us experience through life. There's not a life stream upon this planet, not even upon Saturn, who will, for the next hundreds of billions of lives, hundreds of billions of lives, even begin to repay the debt they owe the sun. You owe a great debt to people like Krishna, Buddha, especially to Jesus, especially to Jesus, a very great debt. But that's nothing, nothing in comparison to the debt that you owe the sun. Your little fingernail, we have been reminded by the great Aetherius, does not belong to you. Nothing belongs to you. You owe nothing. No man owns anything. This little fingernail here is atoms. Atoms of energy that you have borrowed for a time in order to gain experience. Experience which will eventually take you back to the one divine source again. Now, where did you get this energy from? You got it from the sun. What is this energy in your fingernail? What is it? It's crystallized sunlight. That's all it is. These microphone stands are crystallized sunlight. Aetherius reminded people once, and it took people in England a long time to really appreciate this. And when they did, some of them had great revelations overnight. He said, 
There is no material upon this world which is not crystallized sunlight, that you all are crystallized sunlight, and virtually that's what you are, except, except the spirit, of course. The spirit or the spark of God is above all material things, therefore it is uh, virtually unmanifested. But all material things that you see around you and so on, all material things, I, even the body of the Logos of this earth is crystallized sunlight, not the spirit, not the life force of the Logos, no, but the physical body, just like your physical body is. So we all borrowed this energy from the great and mighty sun, and we should thank the great and mighty sun for lending us this amount of energy on account. Now in this blessing to the mighty Son, the Master Jesus gives quite a revelation, you might say, uh, when he says the following fascinating words. If you, my children, would change from men to God-men, you would send your love always towards this great being, which you now take for granted. For this is the God of your Bible. It is the Brahma of the Hindu scripts. This is the nearest thing to God in your concept of manifestation. Now that is quite a revelation. Yet at various points in our history we have recognized the greatness of the sun, and some cultures have worshipped it. But still, what a fantastic revelation. It is the God of the Bible. It is the Brahma of the Hindu scripts. Certainly makes you look at the sun in a different light when you hear those kind of words. So let's continue on now with another extract from Dr. King from his series of lectures on the Twelve Blessings. Because the sun is a living entity just as this earth is and it is the greatest living entity in this system. What is a man in comparison with this? A mere non-entity, a speck of dust. What is even a Jesus in comparison with this? A non-entity and a speck of dust. Of course, of course. As he almost uh, he admits this later on in the blessing. All the people in the world in comparison with the sun, well, it's an erroneous comparison. You couldn't even begin to make it. Even the great highly elevated masters of Saturn, hundreds of millions of lives greater than a Buddha or a Jesus, are still nothing in comparison with the greatness of this sun which shines for 24 hours per day, or at least radiates its energy to this earth for 24 hours a day for 3,000 million years. <clears throat> and it will radiate its energy to this earth for another 3,000 million years. And then the earth will go back into the sun again and then it will be reborn again as a man is reborn and a woman is reborn on a different 
cycle on a different plane, as a on a higher existence. Venus has been reborn from the sun seven times. I believe Saturn has been reborn from the sun eight times. I believe that Saturn could have, could have had <coughs> it chosen as an entity, it could have entered another more highly evolved solar system than this if it wished. But I believe that it came back into this solar system in order to help all life streams in the solar system. You see, <clears throat> a world only has seven lives in any one house, but it might choose to have an eighth life. This earth is in its third. So you see how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of millions of years it is behind all these, these other planets. So the Twelve Blessings then are a way of sending out spiritual energy to different focal points, in this case to the mighty sun. And when we think of the sun, we can wonder, well, what's the point? We're so insignificant in comparison with it. What good can we do by sending our energy to the sun? And this is a point that Dr. King addresses in the following short extract. Send out your love to this. Send out your power to this. Why send your power to this? It doesn't need your power. No, but you need its power. In order to gain its power, in a pure sense, you must activate the law of giving to receive. So therefore you give out in order to receive. And when you do this, your vibrations altered. And if you do it properly, your vibrations are altered quite considerably. Know that when you do this, never in a thousand million years can you hope to repay the debt you owe to this wondrous being, this most magnificently glorious aspect of great God. But, nevertheless, you should do it in order to alter your own vibrations, everyone you come into contact with, your aura, your power spreads out around you, your influence spreads out around you, and you help them. They may not thank you for it, they may not even realize, but you still help them. You are Oh, uh, virtually, wherever you walk, you are of service, without even opening your mouth, without even giving a healing pass, you're still of service, wherever you go. So this concept of service is the golden thread that runs throughout the whole of the Twelve Blessings. It's the key message to take away from it all, because it's really the key to our evolution. Here we have the sun, an incredibly advanced being, as we've heard, making a tremendous sacrifice in order to help less evolved beings, such as ourselves. In fact, in the case of the sun, by its very existence, it's helping all life in this solar system, and probably even beyond that. And if a great being such as this sees service to other life forms as such an important thing, then it certainly serves as an excellent example for us to follow. So I hope hearing this has given you a new appreciation of the great being known as the Mighty Sun. 
And if you'd like to find out more about anything we've talked about today, then you can do so at our website, which is tas.co.nz. That's tas.co.nz. And there you can buy the 12 Blessings book for yourself. There are also links through to our international website, which has even more information. And the international website is aetherius.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot org. A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot org. And on the international website, you'll find lots more to read, some more podcasts to listen to, and you can also purchase the audio recordings of the transmissions themselves, as well as the book. And of course, the ebook is also available from iTunes, Google Play, Kobo, and Amazon Kindle. In our next show, we'll look at the ninth blessing, which is to the Supreme Lords of Karma. Now, action and reaction are opposite and equal. As you sow, so shall you reap. What goes around comes around. It's described in many different ways, but the great law of karma affects every aspect of our lives. And the supreme lords of karma are the great beings who ensure that this great law of God functions perfectly. We're creating our future karma for better or for worse, in every moment of every day, through our thoughts and actions. And that's 24 hours a day, not just while we're awake. And with the right understanding of karma, we can affect our karma for the better and help to bring about positive change in our lives. So tune in next time for a fascinating look at the ninth of the 12 blessings. Blessed are the Supreme Lords of karma. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free.